Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Danny Mack, Randy Carricker, and 28 years ago today when the Blues acquired Wayne Gretzky, John Kelly was the voice of the Colorado Avalanche at the time. John Kelly joins us now, the TV voice of the Blues on Valley Sports. Uh, JK, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys today? Uh, everything's great. Now, I, I wanted to know, uh, because obviously you have you grew up a Blues fan, you've always been uh, attached to the Blues. When the Blues got Gretzky that night, February 27th of 1996, what was John Kelly thinking? Uh, I was very, very surprised. Although at the time, you know, Gretzky and the Kings had hit a tough spot and there were a lot of rumors about Wayne getting traded. So I, I guess it wasn't a shock he was traded, um, but for the Blues to pull that deal off, and they were already a good team, as we know. Um, I think a lot of Blues fans felt at the time, and perhaps NHL fans, that Gretzky would put the Blues over the top. And he very nearly did. Uh, you know, they lost, obviously, in Game 7 against Detroit and, uh, and uh, on the goal by Iserman. And, you know, they would have played Colorado in the third round had they won that game. But as we know, they didn't. Uh, the Avalanche beat Detroit and won the Stanley Cup. But, you know, if they get by that game, who knows what happens in the third round against the Avalanche. And one of the great – there's a couple of great ifs from the Gretzky era, but one from that year is what if Grant Fuhrer doesn't get hurt? What if Nick Kiprios doesn't run into him and tear up his knee? Because he was really as great as Gretzky and Hall were. Uh, Grant Fuhrer was the centerpiece of that team. Well, no question. And, you know, a Hall of Fame goaltender and nothing against John Casey – um, but, you know, he wasn't Grant Fuhrer. So, you know, you, you look, Randy, obviously, I don't need to tell you guys that, you know, over the course of decades, you know, teams that win cups, for the most part, have really, really strong goaltending. And I think if the if the Blues would have uh, had Fuhrer in that series, they would have obviously had a much better chance, and that would have been a great third-round series. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Grant Fuhrer against Patrick Waugh in the third round, but it didn't come to pass. Well, J.K. and the Blues lost to Detroit the other day, that 6-1 to loss. Drew Bannister really making a bold move in benching Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo in the third period. What were your thoughts on that move that he made? Well, it's not the first time he's done that. You know, early in his tenure with the Blues, he benched Pavel Buchnevich. He took three bad penalties in Tampa Bay, and he didn't play much of the third period in that loss. And then he responded with a really good game in Florida a couple of days later. So it worked. You, you know, that's all the coach really has as far as the hammer when it comes to 
you know, disciplining players or trying to make them play better. You know, you can yell at players and things like that, but, you, you know, obviously you can't send them down, not that you want to send guys like that down, but you got to take away ice time. And, uh, you know, great players in this game have been benched before. We know that. Um, it'll happen more this year with other teams and w- with the Blues perhaps. So that's just the way it goes. And he's trying to get a response from those players. And I don't think it's that big a deal. Uh, the game basically is over at the time, but it, you know it's a message sent to two of the top players that it's just not good enough, and you've got to play better. That's the bottom line. Just play better. Justin Falk is activated. John from LTIR. Um, what are you expecting to see out of him tonight in terms of minutes and just kind of getting back in the swing of things? Well, you know, Dan, the Blues, I think, really for the most part, have have really done well without Falk, and, and he is. He's a top defenseman. He is one of their top defensemen. It's it's obvious for everyone who watches the team play. So it looks like he'll go back to his normal pairing with with uh, Tory Krug, and it, it should be a good pairing. And you know he did come back a few weeks ago, and you know re-injured his lower body, whatever it is, you know ankle or knee or whatever. Um, but you know he's he was off skates for a while, so he's been back on skates now for about a week, and I expect him to fit right back in and. In, in just in time, too, because, Dan, as we know, the next two games, arguably, is the toughest back-to-back the Blues have this year. The Jets are red hot. They've won six of seven. And then they go to Edmonton tomorrow night to take on McDavid and Dreisaitl and the Oilers, a team that's really slowed down a little bit. They did win last night over L.A., um, but they've basically been a 500 team since their 16-game winning streak. And, of course, they the Blues beat the Oilers last week but having said all that it's going to be a tough game back-to-back in Edmonton against McDavid and the Oilers and JK we see how fickle hockey is we've talked for several weeks about Matt Kessel and with Falk coming back Kessel is the guy that's sent to Springfield what was the difference between the Kessel of the last several games and the, the one that was at the top of his game well you know he's a young guy Randy obviously and you know just wasn't quite as clean with his his decision making and his puck movement but we'll talk to the coach today and, and get his thoughts but I was a bit surprised he got sent down to be honest with you I think he's played really really well um, and I think he's going to have a long career in the NHL as as a really solid defensive defenseman who knows if there's some offensive potential there he does have a very good shot uh, but you know it's not the end of the world for him to go back down to the minors and, and play you know 24 25 minutes a night um, but I think that overall I think I would give him an A for his his play and his effort in you know the couple of months that he was here. He was excellent. J.K., you mentioned how tough these next two games will be for the Blues, but how important will these next two games also be leading up to the trade deadline and also the games before that leading up to the trade deadline? Or do you believe that Doug's approach to the deadline has already been determined? Well, you know, we talked about it last week, Brooke, and you know, Doug on on different radio shows and things uh, has basically said. You know, he's in neutral, um, and, and, you know, the the team's play will dictate what he does. So I'm paraphrasing a little bit, I know, but, you know, the Blues have a tough schedule here. You know, starting last Saturday, they have eight of nine on the road. And we mentioned tonight's game's really hard. The Jets always play well against the Blues. Then the Blues come home for one against Minnesota, and then they go back out for five. And in the middle of that road trip is the trade deadline. So, if the Blues don't get some wins here, I mean, the, the Predators are red hot. You know, they won, they won five in a row now. It started with that win in St. Louis. 
So if the Blues don't get some wins here in the next week or so, they're four points back now. You know, if you get to be, you know, eight points out or more at the deadline, you're in big, big trouble. So the Blues have got to get some wins here on the road. It's not going to be easy, um, but that's the bottom line. You know, the last thing anyone wants, the players, the fans, everybody, is for the Blues to be sellers at the deadline. And the only way to really avoid that, I think, is if they win some games here. John, I always find it interesting how a coach figures out the goaltending situation on back-to-backs. Have you seen anything in terms of how Drew Bannister handles back-to-backs and and sometimes the mindset behind the decision with those? Yeah, you know, Dan, it's an interesting point and and good question. I I think a lot of it comes into play um, how you've played against that team, you know, in previous games, previous seasons. Obviously, it's a unique situation that Joel Hofer hasn't really played many games in the NHL. He's, He's a rookie, as we know. But one thing is sure that you're going to see both goaltenders tonight and tomorrow. So I would think you're going to play Bennington tonight. Uh, He always plays well in this building. Um, The Blues had great success here in the 19 playoffs. But as I said, in the regular season, in the last couple of years, the Blues have not played well against the Jets. Um, But so, you know, you look at it, Edmonton played last night. They're off tonight, so they'll be the rest of the team. In theory, this is the easier game. I say that even though the Jets, as I said, have won six or seven. But um, you're going to see both goaltenders. But I do think past performance, Dan, has a big decision into um, where you spot the goaltenders in, in each game. Finally, John, it's zero in Winnipeg right now. Of all <laughs> yeah. the other NH- I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask. I'm of, taking of, the bus today, by the way. I'm not, I'm not walking. Good move. Good move. What, yeah. what, what, what NHL city has the most bone-chilling cold where you walk out and you know, man, i, I got to take that bus today. I'm not walking. I say it's a tie between Winnipeg and Edmonton. And guess where the Blues are going tonight, as we said. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when we get off the plane tonight in Edmonton at, you know, 2 in the morning, it'll probably be 5 or 10 below and, and windy and cold. So, yeah, I'd say it's a tie between Winnipeg and Edmonton. You know, John, it, it's interesting to me, and, and especially I think it'd be horrible for any franchise to leave. I don't like teams leaving, period, from any city. But there's been talk about Winnipeg and the potential of relocation because season tickets haven't been good. What are you hearing about that? Because the, the fans up in Canada are, are second to none. Well, Commissioner Gary Bettman is, is expected in Winnipeg today, Dan, as a matter of fact, to, to talk to the media, perhaps talk to some fans. But their season ticket base has gone from roughly 13,500 to under 10. And, you know, when they got this franchise um, a little over 10 years ago, they sold out in about 24 hours, you know, 13,000 season tickets. And, and the building only holds fifteen five, So they, they really need to sell it out. So the owner has come out and said that, you know, the, the attendance and the season ticket base, it's just not going to work long term. So they need, to, they need to get back to where they were, up, up to close to 13,000. And the thing is, the Jets are having a great year. They're a Stanley Cup contender, and they're a team – that obviously has seen a big drop in attendance. And I read an article the other day in The Athletic, and a lot of fans, or not a lot, but some of the fans that have have dropped tickets have said the reason is is customer service. So mm-hmm. that's something that obviously can be, can be addressed and changed and worked on. Um, but obviously they have a really good team. And I'd hate, like you, Dan, I'd hate to see any team move 
um, especially a team here in Winnipeg that, you know, the fans adore this team, and obviously they have a really good club. No doubt. John Kelly, we always enjoy having you on. Thank you so much. Enjoy the day in Winnipeg, and we'll be tuned in tonight for the Blues and the Jets. Yeah, I'll enjoy the zero-degree day while you guys enjoy 78. So have a great day, guys. Goodbye. You're golf today, Johnny. It's going to be fun. Oh. Okay, Dan. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. John Kelly, TV voice of the Blues with us on 101 ESPN. He's the best.